Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Kane Radio's live broadcast of Chip Shots. <coughs> Hour-long golf talk show. Teddy Slamming with you here. We'll soon be joined by my colleague, Ralph Boxcar Bajaroff, for an hour's worth of golf talk. What a beautiful weekend we had for the Sugarcane Festival. A lot of activities downtown here where our studios are, across from Boulogne Plaza. Parades, Children's Street Fair, a lot of uh, buzz going on. A lot of people. A lot of fun, too. Let's thank our sponsors. Our big title sponsor is GolfBalls.com. Of course, they are located in Lafayette, off of Arnold Boulevard, right there in the shopping center. Anything you want in golf, they have it. Try out their simulator, and you can uh, demonstrate the newest in equipment from all the top companies. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Appreciate their sponsorship, for sure. Then, of course, our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and even a Chafalaya down in Patterson. Let's start out with Bellevue. Results from their most recent tournaments, they had the American Legion two-man scramble and tied for first place was two teams at minus 14. Jamin Vacalara and Todd Patin won on a scorecard playoff over Robbie Darden and Mike Cap. And then their club champion for this year... Who else but Brandon Burdett, shooting scores of 72, 73, 145. Tied for second, Bobby McDonald and Dean Dache. And then they had their big tournament, the 18th annual, I believe it is, blowout with uh, a whopping 60 players playing in the nine-hole course. Yeah, the Burdettes win again. So the first flight winner with minus 17, Ty Burdett. Brandon Burdett, and then they got a ringer in, Mike Kep. Second place, three shots back, Ricky Parvino, Aaron Parvino, and Byron Carline. And then thir- finishing third, Dan Hildalgo, Al Landry, and Gilbert Boudreau with minus 13. Then in the second flight, Damon Miguez, along with, I think it's his son, Dylan Miguez, and Chuck Napier were eight under par. They won on a scorecard playoff. <clears throat> they tied Jeff Gula, Scott Gula, and Micah Gula. Those two teams both belong in the championship flight. I don't know why they uh, they weren't there and why their their score don't indicate that. Micah Gula is a former UL Raging Cajun player, right from right here in New Iberia. Micah is a heck of a player. I think he he tried his hand at the professional level as well for a little while. And, of course, Damon Megas and Chuck Napier, they played out at Sugar Oaks all the time. I worked out there, and both of those are top-notch players. But they win the first, second flight, so there you go. Closest to the hole in the tournament, Mike Cap, Johnny Shakespeare, Brandon Burdett, and Skipper Williams. And moving on down the highway to Atchafalaya, Better hurry, the Thursday scrambles are going to come to an end in about four weeks or so. Uh, of course, that's when Daylight Saving Times clicks the other way and it gets dark earlier. But they have a nine-hole twilight scramble at 
Entry fee includes your golf, your prize money, and a hamburger dinner after play. For pass holders, it's $24. The public, $40. And also at Atchafalaya, they recently verified their greens and necessary evil that goes on with superintendents in the fall down in South Louisiana. They uh, verify and verde cut and top dress the greens, preparing them for the winter grass. So they did that last week. They also had TaylorMade's Demo Day, fitting day, at uh, at a Chafalaya. So all that good stuff going on over there. Then down at Eagle Ridge, their new golf pro, Jeff Dupan, a native of uh, Lake Charles, came down to uh, South Louisiana in the oil field sales and got it, got into golf. He was originally in golf to start with. He's 44 years old, now lives in Youngville, and the new pro out at Eagle Ridge. And uh, he told me that they're uh, restarting up their MGA. You know, they had that big push for the $177 three-year membership, and they got a slew of members for that. So uh, they said, we're going to start up our new MGA and uh, see what happens with that. They're also re-sloping their golf course, according to the Louisiana Golf Association's USGA slope system. They want to add a senior tee. That'll give them four sets of tees. We'll see how that works out. Southern Oaks was the host of our most recent Acadiana Pro-Am. A whopping 143 players participated in that, and kudos to Doug Beard and his uh, directorship, he's allowing players now to play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, either of those three days, if the golf course allows. And I don't see why they wouldn't, because it just means more revenue for them. So that's why we get more players and more prize money, and happy days are here again for the Acadiana Pro-Am Association. And so uh, at 15 under, plus 15, rather, the team of Corey Hewland, Eric Darawan, David Brown, and Carl Broussard won and $150 prize money redeemable at golfballs.com. Finishing in second place, one shot back at 14, plus 14, was Bobby Deloney, Kempton College, Keith Domain, and David Collins. Then third place went to Larry DePlantis, Kevin Ledford, Gilbert Boudreau, and Chris Mayard. Plus 12, they won $70. You can tell the golf course was in good shape by the scores of the individual low players. Low A player Bobby Deloney from Eagle Ridge was plus 7. B player Matt Abair plus 11. C player Steve Reagan plus 12. D player Terry Leger plus 12. Big pluses for all those guys. A lot of good scoring going on at uh, Southern Oaks. And now back to uh, New Iberia. We're on the Cane Row Trail. Their junior rates, really reasonable. $25 for juniors before 1 p.m., $15 after 1 p.m. And then if you're a veteran, they're Wednesday, active or retired veterans, $25 on Wednesdays. Their senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35. Their twilight rate after 3 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30. On the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $35. But if you want to be a member, you get 
a bunch of perks, and it's only $142 a month. 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods, and their golf shop is nicely stocked, one of the best stocked golf shops in our area for sure. And here's a big perk. You can book your tee time one week in advance. As busy as they've been, that's a big advantage because you get to, uh, to p- p- pick your selective tee time. They also chart your handicap, according to the Louisiana Golf Association. And finally, they waive your MGA dues for the year. They also are licensed to sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise. And welcome aboard my colleague, Ralph Boxcar Bezero. See if your mic's up. Oh, hey, hey, Ted. Good afternoon. I pray you had a good sugarcane festival weekend. Um, I know you didn't participate didn't much do in anything. Any of the activities, but <laughs> no, I nonetheless, didn't. it was still sugarcane festival. Yeah, uh, but the closest I came was uh, when I was walking to the park yesterday. I heard um, heard some music um, about nine thirty in the morning. So. Mm-hmm. He got cranked up pretty Good early. thing you didn't live downtown. You'd have heard music no. all night long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was, uh, thank God for uh, for noisemakers. Okay, back to Cane Row. They got a bunch of merchandise like we were talking about. Uh, new GPS range finders that gives you the yardage verbally as well as plays music. And that's uh, something a lot of players are doing nowadays. I know the group I played with, not Sid, but the rest of them. It's like dueling songs, you know. They, one of them will play country music. The other one, I mean, like Jace will play, you know, the young. I don't even know the name of those two. Yeah. So, or, the, or the artist, you know. But it's mm. funny. Anyway, the new age of golf, I guess. I guess. And then this, inside that golf shop, they have Johnny O Polos, 25% off. Cutter Golf Shoes, 25% off. And Tim, Travis Matthews Belt, 50% off. You get the whole belt, though. Kane Rowe had uh, Generate High School's fundraising tournament uh, Saturday, September 16th. Nice turnout for that. First place was uh, the Bank of Generate, one Damon Miguez. And his team shot 59. We were just talking about Damon. Second place went to the team Vacalara, plus, well, they were 60, so they were minus 12. Third place went to Keith Kendall, 61. That nice sound. <laughs> I like it's it. all the air going out my my, my <laughs> body. <laughs> Congratulations to Keith Como. Judge Keith Como made a hole in one uh, in August uh, on hole number twelve at Cane Row. Then upcoming for the Cane Rowians is uh, the Pro Am monthly Pro Am Acadiana Pro Am Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Once again, three days: October third, fourth, and fifth. And then after that, Turlings Catholic has their fundraiser on Friday the thirteenth. October 13th, spooky day. It's October, the month of the witches and goblins. It's the 13th on a Friday, so crazy things could happen. Well, it's going to happen the week after because they closed in the golf course on October 16th, 17th, and 18th to uh, lay down their seed for the winter. And then on October 21st, hopefully the seed, well, it won't be germinated, but uh, nonetheless, uh, it'll be watered in and they're going to have the Catholic High School Big Red Classic, the annual event that raises funds for the uh, CHS Panthers football team. That's going to be Saturday, October 21st. And then the 76th annual KC Tournament, State KC Tournament, it's run by Robert Boudreaux. Uh, do you know Robert? 
I don't know him. I just know he runs the uh, U.S. AAA, right? He runs the U AAA, yeah. U AAA, right? He's also a a marshal out there uh, at Cane Row on Hmm. Fridays, and I didn't realize that he is a head of the uh, State Casey. uh, Well, he's at least head of the golf tournament. I don't know what his title is. I got all this information from Roland Terrio, who's very active in our in our Knights of Columbus local chapter right here, Council Twelve O Eight. Which, in a minute, I'll give the dates for our tournament. But uh, I was supposed to uh, talk to Robert, and uh, he wasn't there Friday. So uh, maybe I'll catch him next week and uh, get some information from him on, on the tournament here as well as the U, U- SSA Junior Tour. So back to uh, the state tournament. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. And then uh, they get 300-plus players on Friday. They get to do a little fun scramble. And then on the weekend, it's individual play. And they have a senior flight as well. And down at Sugar Oaks, uh, their weekly specials. I've been announcing this for quite some time. It's a pretty good bargain, though. Monday and Tuesday, only $22. And uh, they're one of the only courses open in our area on Mondays. And then Wednesday, my favorite one, the all-day special is $31. Play as many holes as you want. And then you can participate in that Twilight Scramble, which is on Wednesday. The last person uh, team to win on their, their Twilight Scramble was uh, Olin Granger and Chris Bayard. They were minus three. And then their Shamble, which they have on Fridays, was won by Ronnie Finley, Tam Rosemont, and Keith Domingue. They won the front with plus four, went in the back with plus two was Robert Burton, Eric Lachelet, and Glenn Dupuy. Then they had a 6-6-6 tournament on uh, Sunday, August the 20th. Roger Pisani and Nicky Melanson was uh, plus seven on the front. And then on the back, Tam Rosemont, Keith Domains, plus 11. Let's see. Uh, if you're looking for work, they're still, uh, they're still searching. So call 364-7611. Part-time or full-time work, inside or outside. They've got maintenance work to be done and uh, also behind the counter there. I see some new faces there every time I go, so uh, maybe they've filled that spot. Don't know for sure. Then uh, lots of hole-in-ones at Sugar Oaks over the past couple of months. Ron Finley, Robert Burton, or rather Robert Harvison, Willie Lewis, and Bobby Buto all made hole-in-ones at Sugar Oaks. Like I said, the Knights of Columbus, our council 1208 from St. Peter's, has their fundraising golf tournament there October the 7th, which is a Saturday, three-man scramble, $100 per person. And uh, we're getting a lot of participation in it. Uh, Not so much on the golf part, but uh, people just donating and signs, uh, T-signs and such. So uh, we thank all the the donators out there that that might be listening. And if you are, know that the uh, Knights of Columbus does a lot of great things for our community here. And uh, If I had the list in front of me, I'd name them, but uh, they're, they're a lot. And thanks to Boyd Booty, he just brought me fresh off the press the uh, results from the Gator Golf Club's most recent event, played at Kashati Ponds in Kinder. And, of course, it's a casino golf course, and uh, we know uh, he's had 10, 12 of the uh, players went to spend uh, the night there, play a practice round, spend some money at the casino, had a nice uh, supper along with some beverages, and then played the next day in the tournament. So it's a nice weekend for the Gator Golf Club 
when they have a tournament at a casino-oriented golf course. And uh, first place went to Tom Grimsley with plus four, and that was in the first flight. Second flight winner was Kent Kern, plus eight. And their next event's going to be at Oak Wing in Alexandria, October 14th. And thanks to Mr. Lawson Rooley, he runs the uh, Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association. And most, uh, well, here's all of the August results. Uh, their second Tuesday of the month is their out-of-town course, and they played at a Chaffala right there in Patterson. Uh, top finishers were first place Jay Frederick and Mel Patin. Second place, Terry Clement and Mitch Gospar. Third place, Glenn Bertrand and Myron Rodriguez. Then their fourth Tuesday of the month is played out at their home course, Bear Municipal, and the format for that tournament was front, back, and total. Finishing first place on the individual tournament was Marshall Miller. Second place, Sid Thibodeau. And third place, Richard Vinson. And then uh, the Raging Cajuns, on the college golf scene, are participating in the UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham, and they playing in the uh, GMAC. Graham McDowell was a, a former player for the uh, for the uh, UAB. I'm not sure what their nickname is. Boxcar, do you know? Uh, man, I, I I think it's Blazers, but um, I think you're right. Um, not a hundred percent. I think the uh, the website, the uh, live scoring website, either froze up or they had a rain, a rain delay because I've checked over the last couple of hours and they haven't posted anything. So huh. they must were they were in tied for seventh, uh, not far off the lead. It though. must be uh, frozen because I don't I don't think there was any shot, but I you know, know could be. Yeah, it is. The, it's a blazer. Wow, can't believe I knew that. There you go. <laughs> you got a Tony Landry type brain. Mm. Okay. And you got a text. I got in. a text. Let's see who's who's wanting to. They can talk on the air if they might, want. Might be an update. Oh, it's roll. Yeah, that's Roland Terrio. He huh. says UL Blazers. You beat him to the punch. But thanks, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Glad you're tuning in. All right. And then on the junior scene, my grandson Drew played in the uh, River Cup at Bayou de Sur a uh, couple of weekends ago in Monroe, and that's a unit. Uh, Mississippi Juniors playing the Louisiana Juniors, and uh, Louisiana won 14-6. Unfortunately, Drew lost his singles match, and he was in the uh, highlight match, the last match of the day. He lost to Harris Renford. But next up for Drew is the Louisiana Junior Cup, which features players from Louisiana North versus South, and that's going to be played at Southern Trace in Shreveport. And that's going to be October 21st and 22nd. And I'm going to get the privilege of taking him there because it's UL's homecoming. And, of course, on the Friday, Ditto has his big fundraiser, the Bill Bass Open. And, uh, you know, he, he it, he's uh, also getting inducted into the Hall of Fame as Coach Bob Bass, Bill Bass's son that coached Ditto for the Raging Cajuns. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a big ceremony that night. And uh, Theodore can't be away for that. So, uh, oh. yay, I get the privilege of taking Drew up to Shreveport. Shreveport, wow. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what you just time. You you know, you stop. Yeah. You try to get to Natchitoches. <laughs> do your bathroom stop there. And then, <laughs> okay. then you know you're exactly halfway to Shreveport. I got me a driver, though. Drew can drive me. Oh, that's so right. I forgot I'm about gonna that. I'm going to be in a passenger oh, side kick, And my legs kicked up and enjoying myself. Yeah, well, just tell him when he goes through that. There's a little section of Evangeline Parish. 
that they're always out taking radar. So even though the speed limit's 70. Look, Drew, Drew is so straight, it's scary. Really? He, he, oh, my God. Man, he he doesn't speed. He, he, he won't let me park in a parking spot that says reserved. You know, yeah, I got stories on Drew how he 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 will not he will not break a rule. I promise. Well, that's you. awesome. No, I mean, that is. I'm proud of him for that. I got my driver's license at 15, and I got my first speeding ticket at 15. <laughs> 15 in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Driving back from school from St. Joe, crossing the bridge, I was doing 36 in the 25, <laughs> and got stopped and uh, got a ticket. Got a butt whipping, even though I was 15 when I got home, um, and um, oh, well. didn't have another ticket for uh, re- by probably 30 years. You know, um, you so, recovered though. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I recovered and I uh, learned my lesson. You know, You're I mean, a recovering it, it, speeder. I um, I just didn't, you know, I didn't realize I. I mean, you know, seriously, 36 doesn't feel like you know a lot. You know, I mean, it, yeah. it, the most embarrassing part was just be pulled over and 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 on all the classmates you know just <laughs> passing you by and you got that and you know and i was considered to be one of goody two shoes at school you know uh-huh. i mean i was a 4-h president i was class president student body president you know Damn, and, mr and president mr president you know and there's donald trump pulled over <laughs> on the side of the road you know getting his ticket from whitney vernon and still remember the cop's name you know he's been dead a long time but still remember that no oh. Man. All right. Let's wrap it up with uh, continuing with the junior golf scene. Uh, this has been the big buzz today. I got a call from Jim Prejean. And, uh, the Nota Begay Mississippi Regional Tournament is oh. going to be played. Well, the re- Mississippi Regional Qualifier right. was played at Dancing Rabbit. And my grandson, Drew, qualified. He finished fourth. But uh, the tournament itself is going to be played in November at Kashadi Pines. And I think that's where... Charlie Woods and Tiger yes. are going to be. Yes, I, w- I had that story and I was okay. saving it for, to, to wrap up. So, so what happened is uh, Charlie uh, ended up shooting uh, his career best, uh, 66, uh, with Tiger on the bag, uh, caddying for his son. It was the regional qualifier for the Nota Begay, um National Championship. Charlie won the 14 and 15 age division and mission in in Orlando. He shot 71 66. He birdied. The final two holes to uh, secure the one-shot victory. And, and listen to this quote, Ted, and tell me you, you don't think that this kid is a clone of Tiger. Here's what he said. Quote, it's great. We just stay in our own little world. <laughs> we, you know, Charlie told tournament host Ryan Burr after having his dad caddy for him, we take it one shot at a time. He puts me in my place. Um, so they also won – um, the Hurricane Junior Golf event in June by eight shots, uh, and and here's a little you know uh, a little glimmer of hope uh, at that event in June. Tiger rode the whole time, uh, but he walked this whole time with Charlie this weekend. So Ooh, good. Uh, so pretty cool. And yes, it does say uh, right here that um, he's now qualified for the November finals that take place at Cachada Casino Resort in Louisiana. So that's good um, news. So yeah, he um he'll be there. Um you know Tiger's gonna be there. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they how they handle that, you know, whether the public will, will really be Yeah, because last know, year there there was no publicity at all. Right, and he right. was there as my son alluded to. Right. Know? No, he So yeah. so uh is there any information on the tournament the, it's the same Nota Begay tournament at La Triumph. 
for ages 12 to 15. It's called the All-Star Invitational, and it's supposed to be October 5th, 6th, and 7th. Yeah, didn't, didn't say anything about that, you know, at okay. all. Just said he's going to be, be in, you know, in yeah. kinder. I'm going to have to in, look up on the website and see if that tournament schedule, because that's, I don't know. I, I, I know I heard that or saw that. Or I wouldn't have just made it up. <laughs> No, and uh, unfortunately, I don't anyway. know anybody at Latrion anymore. Like you know <laughs> no. that you could call, you know, to find out. But um, all right. Well, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you 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 <clears throat> might might have a chance to. Uh, Tiger's never played in Louisiana, but you know he's caddied now <laughs> twice. You yeah. know? Boy, well, boy, that's different. Boy, Who would ever predict that? You could have got some odds on that, huh? <laughs> you know, yeah. back in the day. How many times know? Tiger caddies in, caddies Louisiana, in Louisiana in his yeah. lifetime? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're having fun on Chip Shots, so stay with us, and uh, we'll be continuing that fun and talking about golf. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots with Teddy and Boxcar. Little programming note right after our show tonight. Our sports theme will continue here at uh, Kane Radio with the uh, CHS Coaches Show with Coach Matt Desimo came off of a big win this past Friday, along with the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry. So uh, you want to stay tuned for that? Yeah, both the Desimo brothers uh, had some some wins this past weekend. Yeah, so, good for both of them. Yeah, it was um, it was a good football weekend until yesterday at about three o three p.m. when the Saints just. Um, well, just blew it, you know. Yeah, unbelievable. Don't want to get into but that because anyway. we can make a whole show out of it. No, it it, it just um, you know it just ruined what was a pretty good weekend. Yeah, it did for me. You know, football wise. Anyway, oh yeah, for everybody know. in Louisiana. But um, anyway, well, yeah. Score, this is um, well, this is the time of the year. Two things happen in the golf world this time of the year. Number one, all the uh, awards for the year are, are given out, and all the stats, you know, and and it's also uh, you know every other year or sometimes. On the odd number of years, it's cup season, which we call, and you know, like uh, 
the Solheim Cup was just played. Right. I, I watched a lot of it. Did you really? I Good. did. I, I didn't, but I know that it was a tie. Yeah, but but it was a <laughs> Tell me all about the, it. The, the tie goes to the uh, champions, you know, so... Uh, to Europeans? Yeah, the oh, Europeans. Okay. Yeah, they were defending champions, and... Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting because uh, number one, it was played at a you know a course in, in um, uh, that had not hosted it before at uh, Finca uh, in Spain Cortesan. somewhere. Yeah, uh, and so you know it was fitting that their hometown hero, so to speak, or their country hero, Carlotta mm-hmm. Signata, is the one who closed it out. But the but you know int- the, the the Americans were a pretty pretty big underdog. Um, you know as far as betting goes i kind of now that i have a betting app on my phone i kind of keep up with the odds Mm -hmm. uh now what's well you could have got great odds to bet on a tie the odds were astronomical um (laughs) and i almost put like five dollars on it but i said yeah i probably won in a tie but anyway it did um so the 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 usa goes out the first day and and the, the morning session they they go up for nothing i mean right off the bat you know and it's like man this is gonna be a walk in the park, you know, and, and then to, to Europe's credit, um, they fought back, fought back, you know, uh, tied it, uh, gone into the singles uh, matches. And, and it was an interesting decision for Stacey Lewis. As it turns out, it, it, it didn't really matter. Um, but she, uh, Lexi Thompson basically blew a match um, by shanking a, a, a shot on a par five, a third shot, uh, and almost hit her teammate. Um, but one of the worst shots you'll ever see. And then things got real testy in the press conference after the reporter asked her about the shot. And she got really kind of defensive about being asked the question. And Stacey Lewis jumped to her defense and it got pretty ugly. So, but so she put Lexi as the anchor person, you know, last person out. Uh, so if it, if, if it would have, one of those other matches would have, um, uh, you know, turn out differently, that could have been the, the winning point. And she mm-hmm. did win her match, you know, one up, I believe, but don't know what would happen if it really would have mattered, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was really crazy. Um, you know, it, it, um, uh, it, it the, the support, the, the fans out there, man, they had a – they had a ton of people um, right? uh, watching it. Yeah, I was really surprised, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it had that feel. It had that soccer feel to it, you know, with mm-hmm. the chants and the singing and the, all the, you know, the stuff. And, look, they had they had a bunch of Americans, you know, patrons out there as well, draped mm-hmm. in flags and, and whatnot. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's interesting that, that with the, um, you know, with, with, the, with the cup like that, that if you, uh, if you have a tie – um, it does uh, the, the the team that has it, you know, does retain Train the it. cup, you okay. know, and, yeah. and so I think that's happened a few times in the in the Ryder Cup. Not not. Well, I remember when Jack Nicholas conceded, conceded that, that putt, putt. Yeah. yeah, to Tony Jackler. That yeah. was that was sportsmanship beyond. It was like a five foot putt, and yeah, it, he didn't want it to go down to that. Yeah, I, I remember that that as well, you know. But um, but yeah, it was uh, the first ever tie uh, in 18 editions of the of the event. So it's mm-hmm. been 36 years going on now, and uh, and only one tie. So I guess that's why the odds were so good, you know. Mm, correct. Um, but yeah, Suzanne Pedersen was the was the the team captain for for the Euros, and and Carlotta Signata, a Spaniard, uh, closed it out. Um, and 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 as I said, you know, just a, so, a lot. Now I. 
What? Go ahead. Suzanne Pedersen was was a playing captain because I saw an article where no, there was another pet. Her sister played. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Where, where the guy stepped, her husband stepped on the sprinkler head to stop it from running. Do you see that? Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. No. Yeah, it, it said Suzanne Pedersen, but maybe it was her her, her sister. Yeah, whatever, but, I forgot uh, her sister's name. Her, but. her uh, husband's name is Christian Ringbold. And uh, he caddied for her, and, and all of a sudden she's putting, and the sprinkler head on the green side, sprinkler head comes on, and he runs over there, and they showed him stepping, you know, pushing it down with his foot yeah. to stop the water from. How can that happen in a tournament of that statue? You know, how can, how can a sprinkler head go off? That just amazes me. The superintendent probably had a, a few too many sangrias, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and just forgot to set the I mean, timer. There you was know. a guy from Caddyshack. Who knows? Yeah, it could have, could have been. Bill Murray. It could have been. But, yeah. Yeah, Suzanne Pedersen actually played in nine of the, the previous uh, 18. So and she, she was, was a uh, captain. She was a captain, okay, yeah. Great. But like I said, her younger sister, I forgot her name, she looks just like her, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, she, But she was playing, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, um, it was, uh, uh, you know, it was interesting in, in that what I noticed about, about this, and maybe it's because I watched a lot of it, you know, toward the end when it mm-hmm. was so tight, um, uh, is that there was not a lot of conceded putts, you know, <laughs> like you said with Jack Nicholas, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, they were putting out 18 inch putts, you mm-hmm. know, uh, they were not given anything coming, coming. Well, you know, they must've known how end. close it was. Yeah. So, yeah. Know, I they would, didn't want to give so. up anything. Yeah. But, uh, now, you know what you Ted, I, I, I have to. I have to go back and eat my words. It looks like she did play, actually. actually. Oh, um, Suzanne? Yeah, I think so. So a playing captain? Wow. I, man, I don't know, unless they just have it. Well, I don't know. But <clears throat> anyway. When I saw Suzanne <laughs> on 16, she, uh, well, I mean, somebody says Pedersen made a hole in one, but it doesn't say the first name. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm always positive it was a younger sister that was yeah. playing because it was a different name. But, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, look, the, the Americans, that was a young, young team. So if they can keep that nucleus together, you had Rose Zhang, Lillian Vu, you know, now you had, you know, some experience on there too with, with people like Lexi, Lexi Thompson and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Megan Kang, Danielle Kang, you know, just a, a lot of, Cheyenne Knight, you know, Tigers, uh, uh, niece was was on the on the team as well, and, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know she she lost her singles match unfortunately, but played well in, in the doubles. You know, so um, uh, if they can keep that nucleus together, I think they will, uh, you know, be a, a a force to to be reckoned with in the future. And and again, you know, just a a lot of good um, good good TV. I mean, um, my only contention, and, and I told you this before, is that. I think this time of the year now granted they had a little advantage because they were playing in in europe and of course the Ryder cup will be there too so you can you know tune in at five in the morning and watch golf mm-hmm. um you're not going head to head with the with the football per se as you would if you if it was being held on u.s soil but um but but i sure wouldn't mind seeing them have these matches uh maybe a month earlier you know just yeah to, that's not gonna happen though, no it's the not. FedEx Cup. i know that. yeah i know well before we get to the Ryder cup let's go over the other cup it's the 49th walker cup which was played a couple of weeks ago at the old course in st andrews and the walker cup is men's amateurs 
from United States playing the Great Britain amateurs. And, and it's different from, they also have a Palmer Cup, okay, which uh, Coach Bob Bass, speaking of him, he was instrumental. He was on the board of directors for that big tournament. He traveled back and forth. It's called the Palmer Cup, which is college players from the United States playing college players from the uh, Great Britain or, or from Europe. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what time of the year that was played. But uh, the, the Walker Cup, 49th edition, uh, the United States won 14.5 to 11.5. And, and it was the U.S.'s fourth straight time, well, fourth straight victory since 1980. And so now we can turn our attention to the Ryder Cup, which is coming up this weekend, right? That's correct. And, you know, someone had made this comment so to speak, I guess, comment or suggestion that what would be wrong with with playing the Solheim Cup and the Ryder Cup ah, great idea. at the same time. Boy, that would be that you, would be you know that would be nice. I mean you place you know, some in the morning, you know, alternate, you know morning, afternoon, morning, afternoon, Why whatever. Not? You know, because yeah, you have a captive audience. You have oh, exactly. You know? <laughs> and uh I think, man, you'd have crowds that would be uh-huh. unbelievable. You That's know? a great idea. Uh yeah, I thought I thought it was too and I because I had never thought about it, you know, but but I And mean, then what you're talking about would eliminate one weekend, you know, for, yeah, for exactly. viewing football. Yeah. So that would kill two I mean, birds with one they, stone. They, they happen yeah. in the same year. They're happening in the same continent. Yeah. You know, why not combine them together, man, and grow the – you want to grow the game, exactly. that's how you grow the game. Boy, you know? you're not kidding there. That's awesome. Yeah. So, anyway, the Ryder Cup is going to be played in Europe at Marco Simon Golf Course in Rome, Italy, or just outside of Rome, and it's the 44th edition. Isn't that something that the Amateurs uh, Cup matches, the Walker Cup, is older than the Ryder yeah. Cup? No, I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, yeah. really, when you go back to the roots of golf. You know, yeah, it was, exactly. It you was know, you're spot on there. Mm-hmm. And so the captain for the United States is Zach Johnson, former Masters champion. And uh, his assistants, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, Fred Couples, and Davis Love the third. I think Tiger Woods is gonna, an assistant, but he's not going to be present at the, at the event. He'll be Zoom calling. Yeah. In, you know. <laughs> European captain is Luke Donald. And uh, let's start out with... Uh, just a little fun facts about the uh, the golf course. It seems like this golf course, it's not very long, but it seems like it's going to be a risk-reward type of golf course where it's going to be fun for match play. At least that's the stuff I've read so far. And uh, it has an elevation change of 155 feet. That's pretty substantial when you're talking about the low point to the high point on a golf course. And uh, that, that elevation change is going gonna, is gonna to have a huge effect on how the players play the course. It was designed by George Fazio's nephew, or redesigned by Tom Fazio in uh, 2018 through 2020 during the pandemic. And, and get this, it was paid for by the Italian Golf Federation with the very fact or the very guarantee that they would get to host this Ryder Cup. Now, we, Ryder Cup's usually held in even number years, but because of the pandemic, it was pushed back a year. So we're now in odd number years, so an even number year for the Ryder Cup. But the golf course, back to it, it's uh, Marco Simon. Is, uh, it's on 325 acres. It's 10 miles from Rome, but they say because of the elevation... You can see, on a clear day, you can see St. Peter's Basilica right there in the Vatican. 
So hmm. uh, that's pretty. That's pretty uh, cool. And uh, their greens are bent grass, which is a winter type grass, which makes them very fast. Their fairways pass palum, and their roughs, which is the big talk, is fescue, which is doesn't have to grow it tall to be for it to be wiry and tough to play out of. And um, the, uh, the 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 fairway width is from eighteen to twenty six yards, which means that it's it's pretty narrow. Okay, it's going to be pretty pretty narrow. And uh, they're gonna. It's gonna take some some strategy to play to play the course, and uh, the course is not long. Like I said, it's got, but the rough is brutal, and uh, they have very large greens. Yeah. So, uh, sixty-seven, sixty-eight hundred square, sixty-eight hundred square feet. Now, put it in perspective, that's over twice the size of Sugar Oaks's greens. So, you know, you think of Sugar Oaks' green not very big, but when you double them, that's mm-hmm. pretty big. And uh, the, the the last eight holes, there's going to be four opportunities for Eagles because they have three drivable par fours along with all the par fours are reachable for these guys in two. So it's going to make for some interesting uh, match play scenarios, you know. Yep. Uh, but the, now the last three holes are, are going to be, you know, a, a test now. you you got to uh, – well, it would be interesting. You have a – a, a, a drivable for, par four, but it's it's over water, you know. So you have to take that into account. You have a mm-hmm. two hundred yard par three. Now again, you know that's not real long for the pros. Probably them, no. probably a six iron. Yeah. Um, but it has a very undulating green, you know. So the green complex, and then a, a six hundred yard par six hundred yard par five that has a greenside lake, you know, mm-hmm. by, like Valhalla, you know. So That's the finishing um, hole? Yeah, finishing hole, okay. you know, which which I love, you know, oh, that, yeah. that kind of. So 600, uh, that's a pretty good par five. You yeah, know, that you can even get, for them. They can get there in two, but you're going to more than likely be hitting utility club. Yeah, I you're mean, not going to be hitting a five iron. No, I mean, you know, not maybe maybe one or two guys. Rory, if he catches a 350-yard, he could probably hit a three iron 250, you know, yeah. but – I mean, for the most part, you know, again, um, depending on the wind, you know, like you said, it's it's pretty close to the Mediterranean, so you're going to have mm-hmm. some seaside breezes, and and uh, you know, we we know in Europe, uh, pretty much the wind dictates golf. Now, this is not a Lynx style no, no, course, no, 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 you know, no. at all, no. but um, but still, you know, it will be uh, effective. Yeah. In fact, I mean, look, honestly, Ted, the, the wind at this. Uh, Solheim Cup was was blowing pretty good, and it was affecting putts. You know, um, wow. which yeah. uh, you know, the, the, I mean, now it's was spot on. You know, this, uh, I forgot what American was lining up a putt, and, and it, it he's you know he said, yeah, it looks like it has to go right to left, but the wind's blowing left to right, and it's blowing enough to affect the putt. And, well, and, how do you play that? And she lined it up on, on the right edge, and when I'm telling you that it it you know it. It didn't. It didn't. You know, when right. when affected it. I mean, it didn't break. You know, right. And uh, so, I mean, he was spot on. I mean, it. Um, and and I don't think I've ever played in a win strong enough to affect a putt. Maybe so. I don't. I don't remember. You know. Well, yeah. But, we, we, you know, Louisiana. We don't get too much wind. No, and in, the greens so flat. Golf, anyway. Yeah, and the greens are flat anyway. I think. I think. Yeah. Wind affects putts more on undulating greens than it. Well, you know the length of the course. That's what's that's what's going to be tricky and, and, and misleading is 155 foot 
elevation change yeah. means some of the holes are going uphill, some are going to be going downhill. So those yardages might be, you know, up or downhill is misleading. You, we won't know till we watch the tournament. But no, you're right. It's going to um, be tricky as far because 18 yard fairway width is not very wide. You know, 26 is is fairly wide. You know, but 18 uh, that's pretty tight. And then they saying that rough is tough. So. Yeah, no, it, um, you know, and, and um, yeah, I know it's probably not as even drastic of an elevation change, but I remember when we played the, the Robert Trent Jones courses on the way to, to, to I remember that, I don't remember what what course we were at, but being on a par, and if in Hawaii it was the same thing, you know. Right. You, oh, on God, a, yeah. On a pretty short par four, you, 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 you know, you, you're looking at 150 yards or 440 yards or whatever, and you haven't hit like four iron because right. it's, so uphill, you know, and, and you're, you're exactly right. And you mentioned a 600 yard par five with well, a finishing hole at Kapalua, 600 yard par five, and yeah, we, were, we were right by Greenside in two. In two, yeah, all of us, yeah, you know? yeah, because it's straight downhill. It's straight downhill. I mean, it, it, I mean uh, straight downhill. And if you hit down that runway down the right side, man, it you know it just goes, it goes forever. forever. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean it. Um, uh, that's one of the things I guess uh, uh, the unfortunate things about it being in Louisiana is we don't get to experience so much of those elevation changes but it's a different ball game and and that's now you can't use them in play but that's that's why they make the range finders that have slope on them you know uh-huh. for the casual rounds and you can calculate all that because look let me tell you when you sta- you're standing in the fairway and you're staring up at a green or down you know at a green mm-hmm. that you, you know the i guess the closest i've come to that besides those two little excursions was playing the bluffs one time mm-hmm. and that par three that's beautiful Beautiful, to me, was yeah. still the best hole in Louisiana, you know, and 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 you thinking, man, what what do I hit here? How do you how do you factor that in, you know? And, right. and uh, it it's, it's tough. tough yeah. you know? that, that's why they're saying, you know, the, the those players. That, now this golf course is on one of the DP Tour tour stops. Yeah, so the Italian Open. It Italian hosts, Open. Yeah. There you go. So they're going to have some advantage. Those players that have played it before, you know, mm-hmm. because the more you play a course like that, the more you learn its quirks and you can play it properly. Here's another fun thing. I, uh, I'll finish with box score and then let you have the mic. But the green superintendent. <laughs> you better come up with some more stuff because <laughs> no, this is it. For my mic ten. is about done. <laughs> the superintendent is a female. Hmm. Yeah, that's very rare in this, you know, male-dominated field. Her name is uh, uh, Laura Arreas. She's 33 years old. 33? 33. Dang. Yeah, and she's that's... married to a guy named Alejaro Reyes. He's the superintendent at Le Golf National, which is the, the last golf course that hosted the Ryder Cup for the Europeans in 2018. So she worked under him for that tournament. Now he's working under her for this tournament. Because, you know, superintendents from all over the area come help out when there's a big tournament like this. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they do all kinds of things, uh, you know. So that's pretty cool, I thought. First off, that she's a female that's, that's only 33 years old and the superintendent of this renovated, you know, newly renovated golf course. And she was there from the inception of the, of the uh, renovation. She participated in all of that, so... Yeah, and, no, I mean that's that's uh, that's a really rarity, you know, to have a, a female superintendent. And the last and, thing you'll lo- you will love this. They have a dog. The, the that couple, you know what the dog's name is, right? Um, we'll just guess. Where are we playing? What are we playing in? 
Oh, Ryder. Ryder. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I should have guessed because that's one of the Paw Patrol dogs. You ever watch that with your grandkids? Oh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So you have. But they had a, a picture of the girl, um, a young lady, I should say, and, and her dog on the golf course. So you oh. know, whenever you work on a golf course, you got to have a dog. Oh man! I mean, every time. Uh, all of the years I can remember at Sugar Oaks that you were there, oh, that y'all man. always had dogs, always you know, had dogs. We, a, a mascot, you know, yeah. around there, man. Um, well, so uh, let's get back to the players or get to the players. And, and uh, what's your feelings? Do you think uh, the United States is going to win, lose, draw, what? Well, what's I mean, the odds on a draw? <laughs> they actually they, they are they're actually favored, uh, which I thought was a little surprising because I, I think – Europe's team is stronger on the top end. Now, I'm not going to say, you know, 1 through 12 that they necessarily are better. I, I, I don't handicap it that that close anymore, unfortunately. But I think the top four for Europe's are better than the top four for, for America, you know. Okay. Um, I guess, you know, well, already some of the, some of the drama's kind of gone from it because I think – when they did these interviews, it was kind of interesting because um, the way um, Zach Johnson sent the guys out to be interviewed mm-hmm. uh, for the official press conference, he sent them out in pods of four, three pods of four. Okay. So you kind of could deduce from there who was going to be the teammates because it's it just matched up to what everybody speculated. You know, this is why mm-hmm. Sam Burns was selected. This is why uh, Jordan. You know, I, I mean, it. it, it you, you saw the you saw the natural pairings right in there. Okay. Luke Donald sent his team out in two pods of six. <laughs> okay, so yeah, a little more. You know, a little harder to figure out. You know, because you can mix and match six a lot more than you can mm, yeah. four. You know, a lot more combinations there. I've, I've, I've. I boxed four horses in exacta and four, six horses in exacta, and it cost a lot more to do six than four. So I thought that was interesting, but um, I think that's really where it. I don't think it's unlike the the Solheim Cup, which you know actually did come down to the singles matches. I really don't think it's going to be won or lost in the singles matches here. I think it's going to be won or lost. In, in, the, in the foursomes and the, you know. Um, okay, since, since you're mentioning that, foursomes are going to be on Friday, I think, right? That's that's where two players get together and play their better ball. Best ball. The, yeah, we call it best, best ball. ball. It's right. called foursomes there. And then we call yeah. it alternate shot. They call it foursomes. Four, right. Right. And that's the next day, uh, which would be Saturday the 29th. Yeah. Or, or, or the 30th, rather. Because I think Sunday's the first. So, uh the 29th, they'll be playing uh, the 30th. Uh, 29th, they'll be playing four ball, with our best ball. And then the 30th, they'll be playing alternate shot, which is called foursomes. And then uh, I'm not sure they play 36 in one day, do they? Uh, let me look that up real and then, quick. And then, I'll... of course, the, the final is, is Sunday, and, that, and that's the singles where right. a lot of the, uh, the, the pressure and tension really, it gets down to serious business on the individuals because a lot of times they're having a little bit of fun with the full balls and, and the alternate shot. So here, yeah, i got the schedule if you want me to go through Sure. That. All right. So the opening ceremony, this is in Eastern time, so take an hour. Well, I'll do, I'll do it for you. I'll, so <clears throat> the opening ceremony is Thursday. Our time is going to be 9 a.m. Okay. All right. Then Friday morning at 12.35 a.m. So if you go get up for your yeah. midnight snack and you can't go back to bed, you can start watching. 
And uh, the, the in fact, let me get the network for you. It's going to be on USA Network um, for the um, uh, Friday coverage and Saturday coverage, Saturday morning coverage. Then the Saturday afternoon coverage is going to be on NBC and then all day Sunday on NBC. Okay, so now clear this up for me. Saturday, there's going to be two rounds. What, what are they? Well, I'm getting ready to do that. All right, so Friday, they play at, uh, starting at 1.35 a.m., they, they start the, the foursomes matches, all right? Mm-hmm. So that's when match number one starts, and it goes until um, the last match goes off at, uh, well, 6.10 a.m. our time. So, so it's going to be over with Friday by, ooh, I don't know, 11, 11.30-ish, you know? So uh, then Saturday um, at 12.35 a.m., the foursomes uh, start again, um, and... Well, actually, no, you know foursomes what? foursomes is alternate shot. Okay, here, here. Well, I'm just tell, I'm just reading what they have here. Yeah. Foursomes, foursomes. Okay, here's what it, they do, Ted. Th- Friday, they start off with foursomes, match one, two, three, and four in the morning. Then they play in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Four ball matches one, two, three, four, and it's the same format for Saturday. Okay, so the same times. So foursomes matches, alternate shot in the morning, best ball in the afternoon. Okay. Four ball in the wow, afternoon. That's, that's okay. Yeah. And okay. then and then Sunday they start the singles matches at four thirty five AM our time. Um, twelve matches. They go off every twelve minutes. So it's hundred and forty four sixty it's a two hours and twenty four minutes. So the last match would go off about uh, about 7 a.m. roughly, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, they have the trophy presentation here listed at 10 a.m., but I, my, I think it's going to be a little bit later than that. Um, but th- but that's the format. So you have, you know, you have four matches. Yeah, that's interesting. Four morning, four afternoon, four morning, four afternoon, and but, then But they're, they're different formats. One morning, four ball. No, they they the same. The same. For uh, Friday and Saturday morning, the morning matches are, are both foursomes, uh, alternate shot, and the afternoon matches are both four ball. Oh, okay. So I, we, I think they ought to alternate, you know, change it up, but they don't. You know, they yeah. they have they have all you know alternate shot in the morning, foursomes, best ball in the afternoon, four ball, four ball. and then singles matches on Sunday. Yeah, so well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean it. Um, you know, it's it, it it's gonna be fun. That's that's early now. You know, it, it you you gotta want to get up to watch to watch it that early. But of course they they, they showed on tape delay. Oh, you know, yeah. but then you know in in the world we live in. Look, it used to be you still you didn't know if you went watch tape delay, you could still watch it without knowing who won. But you gonna yeah. get instant alerts on your phone while you're in church. You gonna you gonna know who won. You know, so sure. um, yeah, that's all right. The way it goes. Well, that about do it for us. Appreciate you coming in. Yeah, and, uh, you know, again, congratulations to Coach Dez, and, and let's hope that they get another victory, you know, coming up. Um, you know, yeah, this, this, so we got the Coach's Show coming yeah. up with Tony Landry and Coach Dez right after this. Stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. 
Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611-364-7611. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. (laughs) 